Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Power of Play. This is your host, Amanda, and co-host, Kelly Clemens. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Well, as you know, everybody, we are in a very unusual place, a very strange place for most of us. And I'm in the travel business. I'm a travel entrepreneur. So for me, my life has been affected in every which way possible, um, whether it be the working from home, which this is actually my last live podcast from the main office here in Waterbury, Connecticut. We'll be working from home after that. But also we've, you know, had to go through layoffs and some different things, which has been really difficult for me as an entrepreneur. And so the other day, Kelly sent me this amazing email um, and it just like reignited something inside of me. And I wanted to talk about that and talk with Kelly about that. So Kelly, why don't you talk about your email first? Sure. Um, so obviously you're in the travel business. I'm a speaker. My entire speaking business got wiped out over the course of two days. So I, you know, it's important to know that we're coming to you from in the trenches with you, not as the experts, but as people who love entrepreneurship and love travel, here we are, you know, the, the two, the two uh, demographics that, get, that are hit the hardest right now. And when the, when the hype and the hysteria and the lockdowns and the closings really started getting some momentum, I was really angry about it. Like I was confused. I was in a, in a lot of resistance and I had a lot of judgment on the people who were rushing for the toilet paper and I, I think most of us did. And what I realized when I woke up and March Madness was getting canceled and opening day was getting canceled and, you know, the big, the big events really, you know, the big dominoes really started falling. The, the, my knee-jerk reaction was more upset, more confusion, more fear. And that's when I realized that my fear about the closings and, and the shutdowns were just as strong as people who were fearing the virus and responding to the virus. Mm -hmm. And fear is fear. Suffering is suffering. Resistance is resistance. And I know my secret weapon, and for most people, the secret weapon is surrender. And for entrepreneurs, that's a really hard pill to swallow. But when I just sat down and looked around, like, okay, this is the new reality. <laughs> my feudal resistance is not going to change. Yep. And I just got really quiet. Like, what do I need right now? What's true right now? And I felt like this primal desire to take care of my family. And it was like, I want to nurture them. I want to feed them. I want to make sure their diets are completely clean and, and nourishing and healing. Um, I want to learn about meditation. I want to take time to, to be outside more in nature. You know, our, our schedule is jam packed. I have two really competitive athletes. So we are always in the car running across county lines and state lines to get to tournaments. And I, you know, I, I always complain about it. And here we are. Yeah. You know, no more tournaments. No more tournaments. No more long car rides. Like, and I just felt this primal desire to, to circle the wagons and take care of my people and nourish and be well. Um, and in that, I felt so much release. Yeah. You know, house in order. And it's... Well, and it's interesting. Car. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's really interesting because... I come from a space where whenever there's a problem, I fix it. And so, you know, I've been working to help my team, you know, fix client issues and problems and we can fix this and we could fix that and I could get everyone set up at home. And I got into this mode of trying to fix everything and 
one night my husband came to me with something that was, he was just telling me a story about something that had happened. And I was like, well, we could do this and we could do that. And he's like, you can't fix this. I'm just sharing with you. <laughs> and it's funny how we all react differently. But what I really admired about what you did in that moment was you went back to what's important and you went back to how can I make the best of a bad situation. And I think that that's what I really liked and what really touched me with what you had, had posted. Yeah. And you know, in my, the other thing that, that was happening for me, that was really coming up for me is in my coaching practice, a lot of people that had hired me just for the business coaching, we, our, our, our work on the business was always getting derailed by family things, you yeah. know, like these big goals. And it was like, but then my sibling had legal trouble or my in-laws, there's a big fight with my in-laws or my kids got in trouble, like dot, dot, dot. There's, you know, a lot of upset in the families. And this is what we talk about. You know, we talk about getting out of the grind and, you know, we're so over-programmed, so over-connected, so hyper-scheduled. Hyper and, you know, we talk about the power of the pause and the power of play. And here we are. Right. Right. So for me, I, I feel a global perspective of, of a calling of just to get like a force, get back to basics. It's guilt-free. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. else can be doing, you know, but when you talk about fix it mode, that was the other thing that was really important to me was instead of judging everybody up for staying home and being in fear and all of that, I had to start seeing it as a gesture of communal protection. You know, this was a community rising. This was a community effort. This was coming out of love. This was coming out of service. And that too started to change when I saw it as a gesture of communal protection, instead of people responding to fear mongering or being controlled that alone loosens so much tension for me. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I think that there is so much to be gained right now. And this is a special moment. Um, you know, I, when my mother was going through cancer treatment, um, one of the hospice nurses, she was very late stage and, and the outlook was not good, but the, the hospice nurse gave me this book and it was called May I Walk You Home. And it was about the privilege of being able to be with someone who is taking their final journey and how we often embrace birth, but we don't embrace um, this amazing walk that people take home. And I'm thinking about this situation where could we all live in fear for the next three, six months or whatever it's going to take Absolutely. And some people will choose that path, which is a very difficult path. But then there is a way to also embrace this moment. And that's what I was loving. You know, I was thinking we could make to-do lists at home for those of us who are going to be able to work at home or who are normally on the road traveling and not just us. So I'm an entrepreneur who's on the road a lot. You know that um, you're on the road a lot and there's a lot of other entrepreneurs who are now homebound. And, you know, kids are stir crazy, parents are stir crazy. But I was thinking to myself, gosh, you know, my daughter wanted to paint her bedroom. So I said, okay, let's get the paint. We're going to be set. So this morning I went to Home Depot with my gloves and, you know, went in and got the paint and all of the things to give her a to-do list as well of things that we can get done that we never have a chance to do. So let's talk about all of those different things that you talked about, about how you can make the best of this situation and 
possibly be able to look back and be able to say, do you remember when we had that crazy virus going around and everyone was stuck at home? Oh my gosh, remember the game nights or remember, you know, all of these cool things that we did. So let's talk about that because I think if we can shift, even if not for always, but just for that moment, maybe we can get some really fun things out of this. And I'm saying fun, I don't want that to be taken wrong, but there could be really bright spots in a situation that is very um, gloomy and difficult. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the first, you know, when you talk about getting the home in order, our environments are so important. And as entrepreneurs, we know that the, the, the top five people we spend our time with determine who, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Are the five people we spend the most time with have the, the, the biggest impact on us. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is so does our environment. So when our environment is helter skelter and, and our, you know, we're trapped at home and it, it feels like it's disarray, it's really, it's a really important time to get this in order um, just from an energetic standpoint. So purging, getting rid of the, creating space for new things to come in when it's appropriate. So um, up-leveling the home environment is huge, huge leverage for when things started, starting to loosen up. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the first thing. And, you know, just to touch on that, so one of the things I did with a lot of my employees, when we knew we were going to be working from home, I went to a few people's houses and helped them set up their home office and get their computer the way they needed so they had their printer. And and that makes such a difference because when you go home and you're working off a laptop and you're not used to that, your productivity goes down, you are in a different state of mind, it's very easy to lose track. I did a... Um, a uh, to how-to video the other day on how to plug in your webcam and how to hook up your mic and how to, so that you can video chat because to me, video is the best way to make the best of a bad situation. Looking in someone's eyes is so important. And so, you know, I did this to do and my, my daughter, who's a millennial, was watching it. She's like, people really don't know how to plug in a USB. And I was like, <laughs> You'd be surprised, like at how many people these are foreign terms. And even though, you know, we set them up in the office. So that point I think is super important to get a space to work in so you're comfortable. Yeah. Yep. So home environment is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is, you know, the stir crazy piece of this. And obviously I have a huge heart for play and um, being in a place where you guys, where families can play together, it, it helps to kind of stay out of each other's way. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's going to be a, a lot of personal care that's going to need to go on when we're not used to spending this much time with family. And now we're thrown into the mix. It's going to be important for, um, each person to have some time away, some solitude, whether that's in a bathtub or a walk out in nature. Um, so it's kind of taking turns so that each person has a chance to go back and personally recharge. Yeah. But you're right. The family game nights. Another thing that you can do is family dream boards. And that can happen. You know, you just Google image and start printing off things that you want on your dream board of when we sit, when we can travel again, where are we going? You know, when we can do certain things, what are, what does that look like? So keeping a really strong vision of the future, because when there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. So that's another great idea to keep future focused. And one of the things we've been doing here is that, you know, we've been helping clients who are not our clients, our future clients, um, to give our advisors those times to do that. But then also working with the Wanderlust program. So people are planning their travel for their lifetime right now. 
And it's really a fun way to, you know, you can't travel right now, but boy, that travel dreaming is so important. So I think that that goes back. But we discovered the other day puzzles. We had forgotten how much as a family we enjoy doing puzzles. And it sounds crazy, but there's something wonderful about shutting your brain off mm-hmm. and not thinking about what's happening around you, but being able to just focus on something together. So games can be anything. And the outdoors is an amazing thing. I mean, we forget about that. So playtime does not necessarily need to be in the living room. It can be anywhere. You know, that's exactly right. And that was one of the things that I was talking with a friend about, like it, the mild winter, the mild times where, you know, it's not like it's like we're still in blizzard season and all hunkered in. Like we do have access to nature, which, you know, the sun, you know, being the woods, the trees, like it, there's all, there's healing properties and all of that. Um, water, all of it, like it, where we are seasonally, we, you know, we do have an advantage that we have access to that right now to be out in it because it is healing. It is connecting. We need to get out of our houses. Um, And so, you know, there, there's some really good opportunities to get back to basics. You know, humanity is as a whole, especially in in America, like we are so addicted to the grind. And I think that's going to be a hard thing for entrepreneurs. You know, when you talk about getting into fix it mode, it's like, I have an absence of problems to solve right now with my, you know, like there's nothing to do in the business. And like when we start to project, like where else can we go? And I think that was my primal thing coming up. Like I I need to do something, you know, and, and I can like, we, you know, it gets projected on your family. And so really making sure that um, you're coming from a space of love and listening and allowance instead of just, I need to stay in entrepreneurial mode and fix it, fix it, fix it. Cause your families may or may not need it right in that in that yeah. mode and so turning off that entrepreneurial mindset is going to be a huge reboot for a lot of entrepreneurs i think well and for anyone who has younger children um you know when's the last time if ever you have built a fort in your living room under pillow cushions and blankets you know maybe reintroducing our children to things that we used to do as kids that maybe you could do with your children that aren't video games. Because I think my biggest concern is that I'll stay home for the next couple weeks, maybe a month, maybe longer working, and I'll do nothing more than binge watch. Yeah. Or my kids, you know, my daughter, you know, my daughter doesn't play video games, but how many of us have kids and maybe they play video games 10 hours a day? Like, let's try to, you know, not do that and at least schedule. Because even if we schedule one hour a day, that's family time or project time. It doesn't have to be huge chunks. But if we spend 30 minutes, um, I was helping a friend organize and I said to her, you know, even if you take a, a cabinet a day and empty and refill, you know, or something. It's something, you know, at the end of a couple weeks, you're going to have some great things done. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and, and let's, let's, let's talk about the real thing of the financial loss that most of us have, because there are a lot of opportunities here. And I think at our core, most of us can see that, but I think when we're so distracted by the financial loss and, you know, you said earlier, money is money, but Health is everything. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I think, you know, I, when I talk about the communal, the, the gesture of communal protection to, to protect our healthcare workers, to protect the, the demand on the healthcare industry, and, and 
and one another, you know, I, that is a beautiful gesture. And I think part of the responsibility that comes with that is that for those that haven't been financially impacted by this, that they keep money in circulation, whether that's buying gift cards to their favorite restaurants for when they reopen or gift cards to the, or paying in advance to their hairstylists or, you know, the thing the, the industries that are really getting hit to keep financially in circulation. So I will, I love that you guys have the wander list because that's a future focused um, long-term travel plan that still gives your industry an opportunity to still generate some money and provide value for, for when it's appropriate. Um, and I think that gesture of still investing in industries or services that you would typically use, even if you can't use it in that moment, yes, having those financial transactions is really important in the social distancing to keep the economy, you know, to do whatever we can to keep the economy somewhat stable. Yes. Well, and I think also, you know, for us, we've had to move to video for almost everything right now. Our company retreat was scheduled for two weeks from now mm -hmm. and we had to cancel. And, you know, we were devastated for so many reasons, you know, financially, there was a big penalty. And then, but one of our biggest concerns was our people look forward to that. It may be one of the few times a year that they see everyone together, their teammates, their, you know, get a chance to network and share. So we're doing a virtual retreat. And it's really interesting because we've had to be so creative and have had to really figure things out. Um, for any entrepreneurs that are out there that are interested in this, we'll be doing some virtual client events as well. And if you want to participate, you could participate in the event and I am more than then happy to share with you how we did it so that you could implement it in your industry. Because I think that being face-to-face -face is so important. And this is why I've always done a lot with video chat, with um, shooting video into email and, and things like that, because that face-to-face -face is important. We can't forget that. Um, I'm not trying to undermine future travel opportunities. But what I'm trying to do is remain connected with people regardless of the situation. So I think that's something that people really need to focus on as well. Um, so talk to me about like the eating, the meditation, because you had a whole bunch of things in there that were really interesting um, that you had talked about. Yeah. So what I'm loving right now is um, Dr. Joe Dispenza and his work. Um, it, he has a lot of attention right now, or his, his work is on connecting the mind and the heart, which is another thing that I really see, you know, that the heart-centered leadership is, we're on the leading edge of how important that's going to become. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think more and more, there's going to be more heart-centered work, but um, I've been, uh, I've had a lot of attention on Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. He talks, and he talks about the healing, and it, it, it it, it's not because of the coronavirus that I started listening to him. I, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago that I really started dialing in on his message. And so um, I've loved listening to his work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I've just, it's just been, it's, I'm, I'm like reading a book again. I've got fiction and nonfiction going, which is like, normally I'm just reading on the airplane and not finishing the books because, you know, it's just kind of my, yeah. I'm like, I'm back into the quietness. Um, it's just, um, it's just a time to get really, refocused on myself. And one of the things that got me to this point in my life is that this, the over-programming, not just with my kids and their sports, but my business, my travel, you know, my lifestyle just, there's a lot of demands on me as a single parent. And, you know, 
I can feel it. It's showing up in my health and fitness. And so getting really, really back to basics for myself personally yeah. is huge. Um, I'm in a new relationship and we started introducing kids. So it's a, it's a really good time to be able to spend time with his daughter and, you know, just really unfocused time where we're not running around to her sports schedule. And so there, you know, there's opportunity for bonding here that would not have been present otherwise, because, you know, all weekend I would have been at a tournament, he would have been at tournaments, you know, two ships passing the night. So there's, there, there is so much opportunity. And before we started recording, we, you know, we said, how are you? And I'm like, I'm really good. My spirits <laughs> are high. I'm happy. Like I'm good. Yeah. And I should be freaking out. <laughs> like, so I don't know if I'm in denial or <laughs> dissonance, but you know, and, but I think it's all true. I think, I think it's all fine. And, and in this space of surrender and acceptance and joy, mm-hmm. even though the circumstances are madness, I know that I'm keeping myself open to more possibilities, more opportunities that would not be available to me if I was like, you know, yes. shut down, fight or flight. Like I'm out of survival mode, which is the first time in a lot of years where I feel like I'm like, totally fine. Yeah. Well, and it's about keeping focus on what is important. And truly what is important is the health and well-being of everyone we love and everyone in this country. Because, you know, I've never hit a time in my life where I've said, don't travel, you know, and it seems strange to me sometimes when people are asking me, um, you know, what should I do? And, you know, we've, we've, started off this journey with giving everyone the details, giving them the information and saying, you make up your own mind based on the facts. Mm -hmm. But I'm at that point where I'm like, you know what, guys, we need to stay safe. And and our health and well-being is the most important thing, more so than revenues and things like this. And it's a different mindset for everyone. And I think that's a different space that we haven't approached before where it, it is really about everyone's safety and health and well-being. Um, Absolutely. So and you know, it's not just the little one, the businesses, like the cruise lines are making these decisions, baseball and everyone are making really big decisions that's going to impact them, you know, short and long-term and, and, and we're all in it together. And I, I think that's part of why I feel so surrendered to it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much we can do about it. But I will say you're right. I commend all of the different industries that have stepped back and said, we need to figure this out, but we need to figure it out while keeping health and well-being at the forefront always. So Kelly, any final points as we kind of wrap things up? I think, you know, for me, I think really stepping back, one thing that I have done that I'd like to share is that Normally, I watch the news twice a day. I get up in the morning, I watch the news, and at night when I get home, I watch the evening news so I know exactly what happened. I actually stopped watching the evening news, um, and not that I didn't want to know what was happening or I didn't get alerts on my phone, because anytime anything happens in the world, I get an alert, Um, but I just felt that twice a day was almost causing such anxiety for me. And it was almost hindering my evenings where I am supposed to be home with my family. So I think people really need to start to take a look, but also try to turn that ship as far as their thinking and move from a state of panic to a state of how can I embrace this madness and 
come out the other side a better person for it. Because we will come out the other side. There is going to be a rebound in the market, a rebound in travel like we've never seen before, um, and a rebound in people spending money and how they think about things. And if we take the time to kind of move our mindset now, we can come out also emotionally better than when we went in. Absolutely. Because we're going to have stronger foundations of home and family. And if you want to change the world, change your family. If you want to change your family, change yourself. Yeah. Um, and this, there is no time like right now to do that work. You know, it's the most important work. And I think we've gotten way over our skis. And I think this is just a, a really amazing opportunity to recalibrate and get really shored up on the foundational pieces at home. Yeah. And I know for sure, for sure in my business, and this is, you know, it's part of the interconnectivity when, when, when that strong family foundation is there, it, there's an exponential effect in the business. And that's not the reason to do it. But, you know, when you talk about, we will come back, absolutely we will. Yes. And we're going to come back stronger because our families are going to be stronger. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this Sunday morning. This was a wonderful way to start my day, I must say. And for everybody out there, I just want to say, you know what? This is a really challenging time. My business has been affected as has Kelly's and everyone else out there. But if we take the time to really do the right things and use this and embrace this time, I think we can all come out of this in a much better place than when we went in. So thank you so much for joining us on The Power of Play. We have a lot of extra um, episodes coming up that are a little different. I'm doing one tomorrow night, which is going to be about if you booked your travel yourself online, now what? Um, we're putting some information out there to just help people. And, um, and we're available anytime anyone needs some help. So thank you everyone so much for joining us. Thank you everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.